Ladies and gentlemen, this is the World Club Wrestling Podcast. I am yours truly, the franchise. This is episode 30. Can't believe I'm 30 episodes in. <laughs> Announcement next week will be the one-year anniversary of Royal Club. Just doing a lot of reflecting on it right now came a long way. You know, we originally started with two hosts. Now there's only one. It's been a journey. You know, and I thank everybody that has still stayed with us, well, stayed with us, stayed with me throughout this time. I know that, you know, there was points where things wasn't consistently being done. And now I'm delivering consistent material on a week to week basis. So I thank y'all all for tuning in and listening and, you know, being there for my creative side and my opinion on things. And I have a lot to get into today because the amount of confusion, like just, I'll say uncertainty with the build up to WrestleMania is undoubtedly confusing now. First and foremost, I want to talk about, I did say last week that I was going to, the road to WrestleMania was coming to, my city was coming to Buffalo. And it did. It came in here Sunday. I took my daughter and her brother. Uh, it was a good time. Good time for all of us there. It was her first time. It was her first wrestling event. She loved it. Overall, it was cool. You know, the main event was AJ Styles and Kofi Kingston against Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. They won. Kofi Kingston and AJ Styles won. You had Asuka versus Mandy. You had a Fatal Five Way <laughs> for the U.S. title. Samoa Joe, Mustafa Ali, R. Truth, Miz, and Rey Mysterio. Um, Joe ended up winning that match. You had the New Day. You had Big E and Xavier versus Sanity with the New Day winning. You had Carmella versus. Billy Kay. Billy Kay won. They, you know, it was a cheat or whatever. But overall, the experience was good. My daughter and her brother got to, like, at the end of the show, Kofi, you know, went down to the crowd and was slapping up all the fans and everything. And they was able to, you know, I have a quick video of them interacting with Kofi. So overall, it was a, it was a good event. You know, at first, it didn't look like it was going to be packed, but that... It was packed. You know, I had great seats. You know, I bought I bought the tickets Friday. I bought tickets Friday. I was literally in the middle. I was in a hundred section, so I was in the middle of it. Great seats, great view of the ring. Wasn't too far, wasn't, you know, too close. It's right at the perfect spot. So so it was a good event. You know, I told my daughter that if we, you know, because I'm pretty sure that WWE has been coming to Buffalo a lot more than they did when I was growing up. So if I believe maybe a Raw is going to be due to come here, because I think they alternate. They'll do a Raw, they'll do a SmackDown, they'll do a Raw, they'll do a SmackDown. I know they did Raw. They did Raw last year. at the like Towards the end of the year, they did a Raw. Then they did a SmackDown Live, I believe. A live show, a house show. Then they came back for the road to WrestleMania. So I'm believing that they're due for a Raw. So if they do have a, 
of Monday Night Raw, I will be going to that. I'm going to look to try to get floor seats just because I want her to interact with them. But, but then it being a Raw show, it's, you know, nah. Eh. But speaking of the road to WrestleMania, we have so much to get into. The card is pretty much set, I want to say, for WrestleMania. And (laughs) this week really was very confusing with the main event. We did find out what the main event is going to be, okay? The last match of WrestleMania. We got the announcement. They announced it on Monday. It is going to be the triple threat match, as I've been saying since the beginning of this whole entire storyline, that Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair will be the headliners of WrestleMania. It was only right. This is the only storyline that they're focused on. It's the only storyline that they're focused on. They're not focused on any other storyline per se other than this storyline right now i'm very happy to see this this is historic you know we never have seen a woman's match headline wrestlemania we never seen this done before so to see it happen now is is telling i'm excited i'm happy i'm thrilled and then we got a monkey wrench thrown into the picture tuesday night charlotte faces oscar for the smackdown women's title and Charlotte Flair wins her eighth women's title. Here is your winner by submission and the new SmackDown Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair has done the unimaginable. She is the new SmackDown Women's Champion heading to WrestleMania. Charlotte was on a mission to prove she would not be overshadowed by Ronda Rousey or Becky Lynch. And in doing so, Charlotte Flair, indeed the new SmackDown Live Women's Champion. Now, if you've listened to previous episodes, I've been very, very vocal on my position of who I thought was going to win this match. I thought Charlotte was going to win the triple threat because I thought that it was going to be historically Charlotte's opportunity. Charlotte's going to break the record. This is a monumental record. No other woman has held a title longer than Trish Stratus. And Charlotte tied it. So with Charlotte tying it, when she did, I felt like she's going to win this, achieve this goal at Mania. It's on, I, I was like, it's only right. You know, I didn't want her to win. I wanted Becky to win, which now I'm more convinced now that Becky is winning this match. There's not a doubt in my mind now Becky's winning this match because Charlotte is your Smackdown champion Becky will be 
your Raw Women's Champion. It's only fitting to have that. It's only fitting. It's only right. So, you know, I, I am upset that Charlotte did win it for various other reasons because, you know, I was under the impression that we had a fatal four-way to determine a more contender for Asuka's title. I was under the impression that Mandy was going to win and it was going to be Mandy versus Asuka and Mandy was going to win the title. That was what the reports came out saying that them two was going to have a match again and they were going to win. But then it was also reported that Vince thought that that match wasn't going to draw. So that's why they pulled it. They pulled that idea. So, you know, Sonya Deville tweeted something out there talking about her frustration and things like that. And then Asuka tweeted out a tweet that said, over. Now, I don't know if this is Asuka being done with the company. I don't know if Asuka is going to leave. I don't know what her contract situation is at this moment. But it's sad. If Asuka does leave, it is going to be sad for me just because Asuka is great. She's she's phenomenal in the ring. But I think a lot of boundaries prevented her from being as great as she could. Plus, you have the rise of Io Shirai and Kairi Sane who are more over than Asuka is. Plus, you know, I, I don't want to be that person, but Asuka's language barrier is very limited. Like, it, it, she's not really good at speaking English. Kyrie and Eo are. Like, if you ever heard them speak, they're more fluent with it than Asuka is. So I'm kind of I'm kind of disappointed in that, to be honest with you. I you know, but now we have it set. It's Charlotte versus Becky versus Rhonda. Charlotte is the SmackDown women's champion, as I said. Ronda is Raw Women's Champion. We're not sure how this is going to play out. I've been hearing things that it's a winner-take-all. I also heard that it is whoever pins who wins the like wins the, the title that they want to win. I'm more so like it's winner-take-all for the champ. Who like If Ronda pins Charlotte, Ronda wins retains her title, but then she takes the SmackDown title and vice versa. If Becky pins Charlotte, Becky wins the SmackDown title. Ronda still keeps the Raw title. If, you know, and if Becky wins the Raw title, Charlotte keeps the SmackDown title, which I think is going to happen because I believe the closeout for the show will be Charlotte holding the SmackDown title. Becky holding the Raw Women's title and the Boss Hug Connection come out with the Women's Tag Team titles. And you have the four horse women standing in the ring running the women's division. That's how you close out the show. I don't think you're going to get anything better than that, to, just to be honest with you. So now we get into the WWE Championship. WWE Championship it is now beneficial. We it's 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 official, ladies and gentlemen. Kofi Mania will be happening. Kofi Kingston 
versus Daniel Bryan due to the New Day running the gauntlet. Big E and Xavier Woods ran the gauntlet on SmackDown. They won. Now it's Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. I've already you already know my you already know my thoughts on it. I feel like Kofi Kingston is going to win. Now I had my my edgy take, my hot take last week about it, and throughout the midst of my hot take, I didn't realize what seeds were being planted during this during this time. And this is the first time that I'm going to bring this up. This has been going on for a couple years now. They've been teasing. They've been we've been seeing rumors and leaks and things like that about a new day breakup. I'm here to tell you, it's going to happen, and Big E is going to be the one that's going to turn. Big E is turning heel on the new day. I don't want this to happen, but it is. Here's why. Think back to that. Pro, that video, that clip that I played last week, that video that's been circulating, that's all over, is on Biggie's Twitter. We all know, we've all, by now, you know about that clip. That was the clip that will probably, probably be the driving force behind Biggie turning. Because think about it. Biggie sits there and Biggie's like, hey, I'm tired of being looked over. I'm tired of being looked past. And then we can throw it in there that Biggie will probably tell Kofi, like, if it wasn't for me, because Biggie was the one that flipped the table. Biggie flipped the table on Eric Rowan, which caused the count out. And they took Dan Bryan out. So Biggie will probably say, you know, if it wasn't for me, doing what I did, you wouldn't be in this position. I could see it really going where Big E really goes dark. And I feel like maybe he might even go like how Farouk first was when he was, um, when he established like the nation of domination, where it was kind of like the kind of Black Panther-like movement. I could see something like that with it, Big E. Big E, like I've always said about Big E. Go back and listen to old episodes. I've always been pro Biggie. I've always loved Biggie. I thought Biggie was great. He's great on the mic. His in-ring work is phenomenal. And I feel like Kofi's going to have a title run. But Biggie's going to be the one that's going to probably beat Kofi for the title. I really think that. But I'm excited for Kofi versus Daniel Bryan. I think that it's going to be a great match. Like I said, I think Kofi's going to win. We hear, we find out Triple H versus Batista, no host bar match. But it was announced on Monday that Triple H is putting his career on the line per Batista's request. Triple H did take a dig at the give me what I want. Like he did, he did do a, a little jab at that. Um, if you remember the episode where I played the Spice Girl Batista mesh. <laughs> Triple H took a dig at it. You know, he joked about it on on there. So I'm kind of excited to see that more. I seen a clip of Batista working out because he has a 24 coming out of his work or his preparation leading up to this moment. So it's, you know... 
it's like I said, there's not enough build for this to me. Not enough build. We also was informed that the Shane versus Miz match is going to be a false count anywhere. You know, it, all right. You know, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio versus Samoa Joe for the United States title. The Corbin and Kurt Angle match is still being there, still being announced. Three matches that were announced during this week other than the Kofi Kingston match was Roman Reigns did agree to fight Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. So we do have Roman versus Drew. Uh, we have the Intercontinental title match, Bobby Lashley versus Finn, because Finn won a match against Bobby Lashley, and he got this, and Bobby Lashley said, I'm going to beat the demon out of Finn, so we will be getting the demon at WrestleMania, so I'm excited to see that, and then we have Fatal 4-Way for the women's tag team championship on the line with the Balls Hell Connection versus Beth, Phoenix, and Natalia, the Iconics, and Nia Jax, and Tamina. My opinions on this is I just think that the Balls Hell Connection is going to win. I would love to see them in a rival with the Iconics just by themselves. Don't have them all in there. I know a lot of people are upset. They wanted to see Trish versus Trish and Lita versus the Boss Hug Connection. I'm not saying any, I don't know what happened. I don't know what the reasons that they're not in there. I don't know. But we just have to wait and see. I think that it's going to be a good match. So, just have to, you know, I, I have my eye. You already know I feel like the Boss Hug Connection is going to win. A little bit about what happened on NXT, Ricochet and Black did win, so they will be facing the War Raiders at TakeOver for the tag team titles. I knew this was going to happen. I said it. I said I wasn't going to tell y'all about, the, about who won because I already knew about it, but it was a good match to see thus far. Other than that, I mean, let's, okay, uh. I want to discuss, because I have not brought it up yet, have not brought it up, which is the Hall of Fame. Now, this year's Hall of Fame class, kind of interesting this year. We have DX, Honky Tonk Man, Harlem Heat, Tori Wilson, The Heart Foundation, and... One of the WWE's employees is receiving the Warrior Award. The only person that I'm kind of skeptical about, and I don't understand why, is Tori Wilson. I don't get why Tori Wilson is being inducted in the Hall of Fame. Especially that she's being inducted before, like, Miss Elizabeth. You know, or even before, like, Luna. Or even like China, like in the, like solo, not in a group. That's the thing. I wish that you know, but I also I read that Tori has some, uh, like she has some fitness thing coming out. She has some fitness business venture with the WWE. So that's another reason why they probably have her in there. So 
I'm happy that Harlem Heat's getting in there. I'm happy that Booker T now is a two-time Hall of Famer. Um, I'm happy that Honky Tonk Man is getting in there, arguably one of the greatest Intercontinental Champions of all times. And I'm happy DX is getting in there. Because you know what? This is the only relevant time. And I always wondered how X-Pac, Sean Walton, was going to get in the Hall of Fame. Everybody in the clique is officially with the exception of Triple H. But Triple H is technically in the Hall of Fame now. Every member of the clique is now in the Hall of Fame. It's only a matter of time. I think next year they might induct the NWO. Like the origin members of the NWO. So I think you'll have Hall, Nash, Hogan. They might throw Bischoff in there just because Bischoff was one of the... He was a part of NWO. And he was one of the... I think he was like the... I mean, he was the biggest person to join the NWO other than when Hogan joined, in my personal opinion. So, the Hall of Fame, I mean, I'm just waiting for The Rock to get into the Hall of Fame. Honestly, that's all I'm really waiting for. I'm not really waiting for nobody else but The Rock. I'm not even caring for when Triple H finally gets in the Hall of Fame. And I'm a Triple H-like fan, but, nah, it's, it's Rock for me. I want Rock in the Hall of Fame. Maybe we get him next year. Now, there has been things that's been going around as far as certain people being released. Goldust apparently has asked for his release. And a few other people asked their release, and it's like they're AEW bound or whatever. I'm not convinced. I think that Goldust probably will go to AEW, but I think he'll be there as, like, a creative person working behind the scenes. Because I think he wants to help his brother out. I just, that's my personal opinion. Other than that, I really don't have much more. I mean, it was, like I said, it just the, the confusion with the women's title, Charlotte winning, it's kind of confusing, but from, other than that, we have nine days left to WrestleMania. And Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, they're all the go-home shows until the granddaddy of them all. So I know on Raw, we're getting six-woman match we'll have. For whatever reason, I don't understand this. Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda versus the Riot Squad. Um, I really didn't talk about Seth because the whole Seth and... Brock built up is not really it's not as built as I would like it to be that could be because of Brock's schedule it could also be just because like nobody's really that invested they're not invested into that match than they are in to this main event like they put all their time and investment into Becky, Charlotte, Ronda that's it the next thing that they've invested time into is the Kofi storyline. That's like one, like D. I'm not going to say B because B is close to A. So I'll say that's that's how far apart the next storyline is. But we just have to wait and see. Like I said, I'm looking forward to it, though. I will be back next week. This is how the lineup is going to be next week. Saturday, you will get NXT... Takeover WrestleMania preview show. Okay, 
Sunday night, you will get the WrestleMania recap right after WrestleMania is over, okay? It's going to be the longest thing in the world, but I'm going to let it, like, I will give you my very all. You will know exactly raw opinion on the matches, and we're just going to go from there. I'm kind of surprised. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm surprised Usos is not on the card. And you would have thought it would it should have been Usos versus the Hardy Boys because they kind of did a tease about it. I'm kind of interested. I'm kind of shocked that they don't have it. But, you know, we are a couple of we're nine days away. So maybe they will have something. I don't know. An impromptu match. Who knows? Who knows how this WrestleMania is going to be? It's like six, five to six hours long. You have to have, st- you have to have things. I'm not going to discuss the guys from SNL being in the Battle Royal. I think it's stupid. You know, it's just there's certain like Jericho said it best. You have the main event. You have the marquee match, and then you just have the the WrestleMania moments. And that's what that match, like, that's what the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal is. And if you notice, they didn't, they're not even, they didn't even announce the Women's Battle Royal. They got rid of that? It's a lot to, it's a lot to digest and a lot to get into. I'm kind of I'm gonna discuss all that next week. This is the Royal Club Wrestling Podcast. This was episode thirty. I thank you all for listening. Take care. Enjoy this week of wrestling. Enjoy this week because let me tell you, we got Raw, SmackDown, two hundred five Live, NXT UK, NXT, and then we have Friday. We have the Hall of Fame. Saturday we have Takeover. And then Sunday, that's it. We have WrestleMania. So I'm going to be watching all all the events. And I will give y'all my opinions on everything that happened from the Hall of Fame to TakeOver to WrestleMania. So enjoy this week. I know I will. Take care. Until next time, I bid you all adieu.